Star Wars 7x7 episode 3132. It's Monday, and since we are counting down to the season 3 premiere of The Mandalorian, it's a Mando Monday. The last two Mondays, we've talked about the characters of Moff Gideon and Bo-Katan, and today, we're going to focus on Dr. Pershing. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the mysterious Dr. Pershing, let's talk a little bit about things involved with him and where we're going to find him in Season 3 and how he's going to get there. So, one of the things we know right off the top from the very beginnings of his appearances in The Mandalorian is that he cares about Grogu at a certain level, and we find out that that certain level is a bit transactional as the series goes on. So one of the things that he's very concerned about is whether Grogu is captured alive. We obviously don't know that Grogu is the target of the bounty in the very first episode of The Mandalorian, but he is exceedingly concerned about the possibility that Grogu could be killed in the attempts to retrieve him. That, of course, is fascinating for reasons that we talked about previously, but the fact that some of the bounty hunters who had been assigned to get Grogu were told to terminate him, period, paragraph, end of story. So those folks obviously weren't involved with Dr. Pershing's efforts. And then, of course, Mando gets Grogu and turns him over to the client, but then decides, nope, he's got to rescue Grogu. And when he does, Grogu's with Dr. Pershing, and Dr. Pershing saves his own life by saying, no, 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 like, I've been protecting him. Like, I didn't want to kill him. Like, I'm trying to save him. And for that, the Mandalorian lets Pershing live. But I think it's fair to say that we find out the truth of the matter is, is that for Dr. Pershing's experiments with creating Force-sensitive clones, that's what we presume he's doing, for his experiments to continue, he needs a live Grogu for that purpose. So he needs him as a donor, he needs to keep him alive to be able to keep donating. So the reason why Pershing is like, no, I saved him, I saved him, is because Pershing needed him alive for his work, not because he's some you know, selfless, kind actor in that regard. Then in chapter 14, Moff Gideon gets Grogu back from the Mandalorian and has Dr. Pershing alerted, so Pershing knows that Grogu is back. And then in chapter 16, the rescue, Gideon tells the Mandalorian that they've already got what they wanted from Grogu, which suggests that Pershing has already performed some sort of experiments, presumably withdrew blood slash bodily fluids of some kind from Grogu and has the answer to what he needs, which is certainly a very scary prospect. Yeah, what does he need and what is he going to do with it? We don't necessarily know, but it seems like he's going to get an opportunity to take what he's learned and to take whatever he's taken away from Grogu and put it in play in season three. And we can safely assume this because he's walking around free in the trailers that we've seen for season three. So let's go back to chapter 16, The Rescue. At the very beginning of the episode, the Mandalorian and Cara Dune managed to take over an Imperial shuttle with the help of Boba Fett, stunning it with his ion cannon, and they kidnapped Dr. Pershing from the pilot and co-pilot on that shuttle. In the midst of that situation, the co-pilot reveals that Dr. Pershing is a highly desired New Republic target. So keep that in mind. Then later on in the episode, we see the rescue team consulting with Dr. Pershing about the layout 
of the light cruiser that Moff Gideon is using and learning about the Dark Troopers and all of that. That's the last we see of Moff Gideon. So there's really only two options here. One is that he stays on the Imperial shuttle, but that seems very unlikely because that's the shuttle used in the attack on the light cruiser and everybody gets off of that shuttle. I can't imagine them leaving Dr. Pershing on the shuttle by himself. It doesn't seem to make any sense at all. So that means that he is on Boba Fett's ship and Boba Fett's in possession of him. What is Boba Fett going to do with Dr. Pershing? I guess that opens up a couple of possibilities. Number one is that they are going to hold on to him at least long enough to make sure that everything goes as well as possible with the attack on the light cruiser, because if it doesn't, then they might need Pershing for you know, other information. Once it does, then there's really kind of one specific path, which is turning him over to the New Republic. That's what they were going to do with Moff Gideon. Why wouldn't they do that with Dr. Pershing as well? If he is a high value target, then he's probably going to the New Republic and a bounty is being claimed for him. And I think that's a very reasonable and likely situation, which then begs the question, if he is turned in to New Republic custody for a bounty, why is he seen walking around freely in the Mandalorian teaser that was initially released at Star Wars Celebration and then footage from that, including part of that walking around scene is included in the first teaser trailer that they released officially. And then why is he seen floating around in a Coruscant taxi looking around at all the spires and lights and whatnot, and it's being driven by a robot. So He's in nobody's custody at all. What is up with that? It seems like there can only really be two answers for it. Number one, that he's turned the equivalent of state's evidence on Moff Gideon and the Imperial Remnant, and he's being allowed his freedom as a result of that, which seems like a really bad idea. And if that were the case, it's surprising that they wouldn't keep him in custody anyway, even if they, you know, managed to keep him in well-appointed custody at least least, right? But they would still keep control of him, you would think. So that raises the other prospect, which is that either A, he doesn't get turned over to the New Republic and somehow he escapes from Boba Fett's custody, seemingly unlikely, or B, he's turned loose voluntarily by Boba Fett and company. And again, that seems rather unlikely. Third possibility is that the New Republic decides he's more valuable to them as some sort of consultant for them and give him his freedom in exchange for working with them at some level, or perhaps even worse, that there are people within the New Republic who are secretly working for the Imperial Remnant or secretly want the New Republic to fall and manage to get Dr. Pershing loose for their own ends. Regardless of what the situation is, one fact is certain, which is that the prospect of Dr. Pershing running loose without anyone checking his behavior is definitely a bad thing. He cannot be trusted to be acting on behalf of the New Republic, on behalf of Grogu, on behalf of anyone other than A, his own self-interest, and B, the Imperial Remnant, and possibly C, if Gideon is connected to an emperor who is trying to reconstitute himself in some way than the actual Sith themselves. And oh boy, there's a bunch of Sith stuff on Coruscant, so wouldn't it be <laughs> really awful if he was kind of going for some of that stuff? 
or if Thrawn at this point is the major baddie of the situation, which it certainly seems like things are shaping up to be that way. And if Carson Teva's line about, you know, things are happening out there in, you know, the far reaches of the galaxy and before anyone starts paying attention to it, it's going to be too late. You know, that's another possibility as well, that he's serving Grand Admiral Thrawn in some scheme directly on Coruscant, which wouldn't be much of a surprise either. So there you go. That's the catch up on Dr. Pershing and how we left him at the end of season two of The Mandalorian and all of the potential possibilities for why he's walking around loose in the teasers and trailers that we've seen him in in season three. And that is going to do it for this episode of The Mando Mondays podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it as always and may the force be with you wherever in the world you may be star wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by lucasfilm limited disney or 20th century fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only star wars the star wars logo all names and pictures of star wars characters vehicles and any other star wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of lucasfilm limited other respective trademark and copyright holders may the force be with them all original content is copyright 2021 by star wars 7x7 we hope you love it